Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian geek worldview. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking about The Grudge, the new remake movie here that just came out. Um, now, this is, I, I literally just got home after watching this. You know, I, I finished watching this did half an hour ago or so, and so this is just my initial quick impressions that I am just gonna, you know, get here, get out the door as fast as possible, hopefully. And I mean, I wanted to talk about it while it was fresh on my mind, and I, I feel like I kind of have something to, to say about this movie. And so, here I am, here we go, let's go, The Grudge. This is Detective Muldoon. This is Peter Spencer. Something happened to me at 44 Rayburn Drive. Someone was murdered at that house. Why did he never go into that place? Something never felt right about it. Looks like we got another one. Do you think that the body we found is related? Hello? I went to the house. Hello? Police department. Followed me home. Mommy, what's going on? What's wrong? We need to leave right now. The Grudge. <laughs> to be like the Grudge Lady. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's a house that is cursed by a vengeful ghost that dooms those who enter it with a violent death. Okay, that's the, the premise of this movie, and you notice how it doesn't dive too much into characters? Uh, that's because this movie doesn't dive too much into what this movie is about. Anyway, alright, <laughs> alright, starting off this review on the wrong foot here. Now, I went into this, I was thinking that this was a remake, but uh, judging by the opening of the movie, I'm guessing this is actually a sequel, because it seems like uh, there's some things at the beginning of this movie that is left for me to just understand that ultimately I, I didn't understand. And, and like, I just kind of had to fill in some gaps uh, that was in the past because I'm pretty sure this is actually a sequel and not a, a remake. Maybe, maybe it is a remake. I don't know. Maybe this is how the original movie is or something. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any grudge movie. This is my, my first experience with these movies and... And I went into this with very low expectations because, man, the reviews are just trashing this movie. They're saying, man, this movie is terrible. And and don't get me wrong, this movie has, you know, some problems. This movie has some issues. But I actually ended up rather enjoying the grudge. Now, this isn't you one of the gonna be one of the best movies of the year or anything like that. But I think this is a solid, creepy movie that might be worth a, a rental when it comes out on DVD and, and Blu-ray and whatever else they release stuff on nowadays. 
So the actual story of this movie is, it's kind of three different stories that, that are going along separately and then they, at a point, you know, they kind of all uh, interconnect in a certain way. We've seen movies done like this before and I actually really enjoyed that aspect of the movie. There's three different stories and I generally enjoyed all three of them. Uh, there's one with John Cho which I, I really like John Cho. I feels like he, I feel like he's a little bit wasted in this movie. Uh, but generally speaking, I, I I really uh I really enjoyed him and and his his story there is a, about a uh like a, a husband and a wife who are selling the house that the the grudge lives in and uh is that what you call this this ghost person is the grudge? I don't know. It, the ghost was hardly explained at all, by the way. Like, that's a negative of the movie. I have no idea why this ghost is so mad and, and why he, she's killing people. Is it a she or is it a he? Because they're showing up all different kinds of places as different people and, and things. And I just thought it was a she. I don't know. I don't know anything about the ghost. And I, I really still don't know anything about the ghost coming out of this movie, uh, which I think is... Uh, kind of a flaw for this movie, especially for a movie that's seemingly want to, wanting to relaunch this franchise, you know? It, it should have let me know a little bit more about who this ghost is and, and why this ghost exists, you know? It seems like they were kind of building up to that, but we never got that. All right, John Cho, uh, he's, he has a storyline about a, a husband and a wife. Uh, the wife's pregnant, the wife didn't want to be pregnant, and there's, you know, some complications, and uh, <clears throat> that's that's the story there. Overall, I really enjoyed that story. I think there's some there's some nice moments there, and, and uh, John Cho does a really good job always of, of attaching you to his character, uh, and I don't know the the wife character's uh, actress, but I think she did a, a good job in in this one too. Then you have a another story that's about an older married couple, and the uh, the the wife has like uh, dementia or something, where you know she's she's losing her memory and she's kind of you know going good. She's she's losing her memory, but it, it's partially I think brought on by the the house and the ghost stuff that is is going on with the house and all that kind of stuff. Um, that story significantly less interesting, easily the the least interesting of the three stories in my opinion. It was fine. Uh, the way it ultimately tied in with the rest of them, I thought was kind of cool. But other than that, it was just one I didn't care for particularly. And then you have the third story, which is about a, uh, a police officer who is kind of investigating uh, some of the deaths that happened in this household. And uh, so, you know, there we got kind of the, the, the ring kind of aspect where, you know, we're investigating what is going on in this house. But unlike the ring, you know, where they, where she investigates it and kind of figures out what's going on and figures out uh, that, you know, who the ghost is and all, all this kind of stuff. Like I said before, we never really get who the ghost is. And I think with the detective aspect, we could have gotten maybe a little bit more of an explanation. Really, I, I didn't need a ton. I just needed like a little bit more of an explanation as to the, the ghostly activity going on here. Um, but I, I didn't quite get it, which was a little bit disappointing. I, I just wanted a little bit more out of that. But her storyline, I also thought was interesting. You know, kind of looking into these different storylines, she's got, you know, some kind of stuff going on uh, for of her own, you know, stuff that uh, uh, her husband is now out of the picture and, you know, she's raising this child on her own and, you know, she's, you know, wants to do everything to help her child, but... 
uh, then you know this the the grudge comes in and is messing with her mind and is is you know kind of threatening her children in some ways and stuff like this and it's like okay you know it's uh you know they they each got different things going on and for the most part they're pretty interesting those two stories in particular i i did enjoy even though the stories themselves because this movie is divided up into three chunks we only get you know, we get a fairly minimal amount of time with each of these characters as far as a movie goes. They're not developed as well as they, they could have been uh, as far as, you know, if the whole movie was focused on the detective later, if the whole movie was focused on, uh, you know, John Cho and, and his family, uh, I think that probably would have been better as far as developing some of these characters go. Uh, that said, the characters they were there enough that I was engaged enough that it kind of carried me through the movie. Never, you know, never really pull it on my heartstrings too much or never really, you know, never really getting me too wrapped up in these characters, but enough that it carried me, you know, throughout the movie. And then the, again, the three separate uh, storylines and then the way they converge uh, the way that pays off at the end, I found really cool. And uh, this has, movie has an ending, a type of ending that I don't like, but it has it it does it in a way that I thought was pretty clever, and I I actually enjoyed the way they ended this movie. So, uh, yeah, the scares in this movie. Uh, little bit back and forth on some of these. Now, the there are some scares in here that are very kind of cheap, kind of just fake, not fake out necessarily, but just kind of cheap, not that great jump scares that are just kind of pop out and it's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. There's way too many of those, honestly. They they rely too much on that when it seems like kind of the movie they're building around that didn't need to rely on that. Like, I wonder if the original movies uh, were, were very jump-scare horror type of horror uh, because it seems like it was trying to be the jump-scare horror type of thing, but really what it wanted to be was the more slow drawn out, uh, dramatic kind of just tension filled kind of horror, you know? And that's, those are the moments I think that it did way better than the jump scare stuff. The jump scare stuff pretty much never got me. Uh, no, I don't think, I don't even think one jump scare ever really got me. There was some that were fairly effective that I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty good. But for the most part, none of them, like, got me where I, like, jumped in my seat or anything like that. I think what this movie does well with the horror is just creating a good amount of tension, creating a good amount of just uneasiness while watching the movie that that I felt while watching the movie. And I, I really wasn't expecting this. Maybe... I, I had this experience because I went in with such low expectations, but coming out of this, I got way more out of this movie, ultimately, than I was expecting. It's not particularly scary, but I would say it's it's tension-filled pretty much from beginning to end, and I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the stories. I mildly enjoyed the characters. I do think that could have been better. I think the stories could have been a little bit stronger individually, but when they all tie them together, again, that's really cool, and that's that's 
ultimately why I think this is a good rental movie. This isn't anything you need to run out and see, but if you're a fan of horror and you're looking at all these reviews and you're going, okay, I do I really need to see this? It's got like, what, a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, every, everybody's really just kind of trashing this movie as just not a very good movie. But I think there's more here than, than meets the eyes. There's more here than you might... Uh, you might think, seeing some of those reviews, I think this is a higher quality horror movie than a lot of the just trash horror movies that comes out. You know, this isn't Countdown, if you've seen that recently. That's just a bad movie. This isn't Rings. You remember that? That's a sequel to a popular horror franchise or, you know, one popular horror movie that they tried to make into a franchise and nothing else really worked in it. Um, except I kind of like Ring 2, but I guess we'll not talk about that. This isn't one of those just really bad horror movies. It's it's not amazing per se, but I definitely think this is a worth a watch if you're a fan of the genre. Uh, I don't know, again, because I've never seen the other uh, Grudge movies, I don't know if this is good if you've watched those or if this is bad if you've watched those as far as how that connects or anything like that. But just as a movie in and of itself... I enjoyed it way more than I was expecting to, ultimately. As far as themes go, uh, there's there's the potential for something more in this than they have, ultimately. I mean, they, they bring up some stuff about the afterlife. I mean, this is a ghost movie, so that's... Uh, you know, stuff that's, that's likely to come up in a ghost movie a lot of times. Uh, this one... It's one character saying, hey, you know, this this terrible experience we're having with these ghosts is the only real, like, confidence. This is the only hope I have that I will see my loved ones again. And it's like, wow, that's really, really sad. When he says that, it's like, that is so sad. And I, I, th I think that was supposed to be kind of a hopeful thing, which... You know, seeing your your dead loved ones again, yes, you know that you know, get seen that there's the potential for that opportunity is kind of a hopeful thing. But in such a horrible context of this ghost that is is murdering people, it's like, oh, that's that's really like that's really dark and terrible and really kind of sad because as a Christian, uh, we have we we can have the hope and we can have the the confidence that we will see our, our loved ones again, that we will go to heaven and that we will see, you know, God on the throne and then there will be more after death. You know, we, we can have that confidence. Whereas, uh, you know, with, without Christ, you know, this horrible ghost story is the most amount of confidence that they can have in even a chance of, of something like that, you know? And it's like, oof, man, that's, that's kind of, that's sad. I don't know. I, I feel like this movie is probably going to be a pretty forgettable movie. Ultimately, though, I, I feel like uh, you know by the time this the year comes to an end, this year, twenty twenty, it's like I'm not going to remember this as one of the best movies of the year or anything like that. But I do think it's worth a watch 
if you're a fan of the genre. So there you go. That's my thoughts on The Grudge from 2020. Uh, should I watch the, the Grudge from the previous years? There was at least three other Grudge movies, I think. I, I don't think the sequels were very well uh, liked. And then the first one I assume was well liked, I guess. I don't know for sure, I guess. But I assume it was well liked because it, it spawned this franchise. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, especially after watching this one. I'm kind of curious to see what those other movies were. And then there's the Japanese version of those movies. You know, are those worth checking out? Have you seen them? Shoot me an email. He looks reviews podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Uh, should I watch these? What do you think of the new one? Let me know. And what else you should let me know? is do you want a copy of Dr. Sleep? Well, then you should let me know what your favorite movie of last year was. What was your favorite or one of your favorite movies of 2019 and why? The why can be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be. If you want to write out a whole review as to what what your favorite movie is, or if you just want to say, hey, my favorite movie of 2019 was Glass, because Glass, I, I thought it wrapped up that weird superhero trilogy that M. Night Shyamalan made really well. You, you know, just something really quick and simple, if that's all you want to say, that can be it. Shoot me an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Get it in to me before the end of the month. That's the deadline. You got to get it in to me before the end of the month. And you could win Dr. Sleep on Blu-ray, 4K HD, and digital. So, check it out. Don't check it out. Just just send me an email with your <laughs> with your entry with your your favorite movie of last year and I will choose a a winner at random from there. And if you haven't seen Dr. Sleep, it's a great movie. You you seriously should watch it. Even I would say even if you're not a big fan of horror, uh you know, you probably have to be able to put up with some horror stuff because there's definitely some horror parts of this movie, elements of this movie, but it's not just full-fledged horror, I would say, quite like the, the original Shining movie is. And so even if you're not a big fan of horror, I would still say Dr. Sleep is worth checking out. So, again, shoot me an email, Podcast at gmail.com. What was your favorite movie of last year, and why did you like that movie? That's it for this time, guys. Until next time, this is David Arrington of the Helix Reviews Podcast, signing out. Bye-bye, guys. Hello, aren't you glad you stayed for after the credits so you could hear me talk some more? Yay. So, after watching that Grudge movie, I've done two things. Uh, one thing is I went and got a cold, which is why my voice now sounds like this. And uh, the other thing is I watched the original Grudge movie. And by the original Grudge movie, I mean I watched the American remake 
the first one of the American remake of the Grudge movies, not the original Japanese Grudge movie. But anyway, uh, so I watched that first Grudge movie that this is a sequel to, uh, kind of a sequel. It's kind of, a, I guess, a side cool spinoff kind of thing, whatever you call that. It doesn't have any of the main characters or anything. It's just the only thing that really carries over from this movie to the next movie is the, the Grudge itself. Um which is slightly more explained in this first movie. Not explained very well, though. It's just like some girl was murdered or whatever, and it's it's a very vague explanation, but at least there's an explanation unlike that the other movie. However, uh, the original is so much worse, in my opinion. This is this is more what I expected this, this more recent Grudge movie to be. This movie, it's just boring, stupid, jump-scare stuff that I, I just didn't like. I didn't find engaging. I didn't like any of the characters characters. I wasn't invested in the story. Uh, they also kind of did the multiple storyline things going on, but I think in a less interesting way than the newer movie did. And uh, probably the worst part of this movie is is the fact that the, the grudge is not scary. Like in this movie, I, I didn't find the grudge scary at all i mean like i'm sure if i saw that going on in real life it'd be like oh that's that's scary or whatever right of course but watching this movie i didn't feel any sense of terror or horror from the grudge it's just whenever the grudge popped out with that stupid oh, face that she does it's just like this is not scary this is stupid you know and so that's probably the biggest thing wrong with this movie other than the fact that i just didn't care about any of the character's story or literally anything really my biggest reaction to this movie was going hey look it's buffy the vampire slayer because the main character is played by uh michelle geller or something i think her name is anyway this is played by the the lead actress in buffy the vampire slayer so that was really my biggest reaction to this movie and uh yeah, I, in my opinion, this newer one that just came out is uh, way better than this one. Uh, but ultimately, they both kind of fall into that kind of forgettable, ultimately, movie kind of category there. Uh, which is kind of disappointing, though. Uh, you know, if if you're interested in the new one, go ahead and check it out. If you're interested in this older one, uh, I mean, don't bother, in my opinion, unless I guess you want to go back and, and just see where this whole mess started. I don't know. Anyway, see you around, guys.